Welcome to another Wellness Wednesday. Today we are talking about dolce far niente, which is the sweetness of doing nothing. How hard is it to do nothing as Americans? Oh my gosh, as artists, always, because we are self-employed, we are self-motivated. Sometimes it's hard to be motivated at all, but... Today we are going to talk about that dolce far niente, the sweetness of doing nothing, okay? Because it's important to do nothing. I have never been to Italy. I cannot wait to go whenever I get to go. But the food, the wine, the art, the architecture, the culture, the food... (laughs) So the dolce far niente, the sweetness of doing nothing... The Italians, it's, it's not about being lazy, as we translate it in America. It is referring to the pleasure one gets from being idle, from doing nothing. The ability to completely enjoy and savor the moment. It's really being present in just being. So it's very meditative, actually. Um... For the Italians, this concept is a part of everyday life, spending time with friends at a cafe, sipping wine at sunset, taking a stroll around the moonlit piazza. Dolce far niente is something Italians embrace and something they do very well. If you've seen the movie Eat, Pray, Love, which I love that movie, I just happened to watch it, which made me think of doing this Wellness Wednesday. You know, um, Elizabeth Gilbert is one of my favorite authors. I love, and I've talked about her book, Big Magic, a lot. But Eat, Pray, Love was a book that I read, and it actually hit me to the core because I was going through that in my own life, in my own marriage, and I realized that the jumping-off point for me was getting out of this toxic marriage that I knew that I needed to get out of. And so I love that book. And so I, I just kind of revisited that that movie. Um, it happened to be on Netflix. And that's, you know, it's funny. That's, that's the art of doing nothing for me is sitting on the couch and watching television, which is actually not an art of doing nothing. You're still doing something because you're still engaging. Um, I think what the Italians mean is it's, it's simpler than that. And I feel like us as artists, I feel like us as people, Americans especially, are terrible at doing nothing. We have this thing where we talk, you know, if somebody says like, how's your day? I'm fine or I'm so busy. And it's almost, it's almost said like it's, um, it's a compliment, not a compliment to yourself or it's something good. It's something good that you're busy. I'm so busy. I've got all these things going on. And I'm sure, and I'm not Italian, I don't have any friend to reference this to, but I'm sure to Italians to hear that is, is it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's the opposite of what their life is. If they want to take a break, they want to take a break. They say that in the movie, Eat, Pray, Love. They say, you know, you Americans are so busy, busy, busy all the time. Take a break. Take a nap. This is also if you can. So your life should be designed where you have this breath. You have the ability to do nothing. So I'm going to talk about in this episode seven ways to experience dolce far niente in your life. 
Okay. Here's something that um, I love to do. And people, it's funny, when I actually say it, people think something's wrong with me because I'm very, very active on social media, which is understandable. And I also, uh, I say this sometimes where I don't scroll a lot, but I do post. And that is not anything that is, um, you know, it's not like I don't want to. It's that I feel, I feel the need to disconnect sometimes. But when I say that I'm actually disconnecting from Facebook, a lot of times I just do it for my own mental health. A lot of times I do it for the art of doing nothing Um, or not just not finding that I'm doing some things that are um, bad as as a person, like comparison and, you know, self-loathing, self-loathing, things like that. So one of the first tips is disconnecting Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they are not dolce far niente, okay? Getting lost online can drain your energy and hours of social media becomes a waste of time. The sweetness of doing nothing is the exact opposite. If disconnecting entirely for a day sounds like an impossible task, start in small doses. Turn your devices off an hour earlier each night. Enjoy your coffee in the morning without staring at your phone or your iPad. It's really, honestly... I feel like when I do more of nothing and I'm in a present moment and I'm not looking at my phone and I'm not checking my email and I'm not like in this busy mode, I find that I have to, it's, it's like I said before, it's meditative. It's, if something's wrong, um, it's going to hit you harder when you're trying to do nothing. Um, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert in the, the book, Eat, Pray, Love, she talks about the busyness and trying to control everything. And when she finally stops, it, it does hit her. And I feel like that's what happens to us Americans is that when we stop being busy, that's when the truth of things come bubble up to the surface or come to light. So that's a really good thing. Disconnecting. Okay. Number two, get rid of your guilt. We live in a society full of planners, producers, and consumers. I kind of mentioned this before. We often measure the success of our day by how much we got done and how much we accomplished. So true, you guys. So get rid of the guilt about your to-do list or what you should be doing. That will help you fully experience some dolce far niente moments, okay? We don't have to go anywhere to have a vacation. Yes, I want to travel the world. Let's just be honest. I have always wanted to travel the world. I've been lucky enough to travel to some places, but you can have dolce, sorry, dolce far niente in your own home. If you just have a present moment and you, you set up your table and you really enjoy your meal, you enjoy that cup of coffee, you enjoy that glass of wine. You enjoy sitting down with your with your family. You enjoy those face-to-face moments. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I've had people uh, in my life that have been like, oh my God, why don't you want the television on? And a lot of times I don't like eating in front of the TV. I will. It's not like I'm very rigid about that. But I have a moment where family time is family time and I want to sit around a table and talk about your day or talk about just how you are and have a have a dolce far niente moment um and and it is something that is you know I feel like something that we should all be doing more of 
um, because you really do find out more about each other in those moments. So on to number three, turn off your TV. This is so true, you guys. Oh my gosh. I've said this before. What would you do if you didn't have a TV? If suddenly your TV was gone and you didn't have the money to get a new one or the electricity went off and you didn't have TV and you didn't have your internet. So watching TV can be a stress reliever for some people, but in excess amounts can rob you of your time and it can literally consume your day. And it's, you know, it's a replacement for some people who are lonely. I get it. But when you watch more than a few hours a day, I feel like that needs to be a, um, a clue as to your happiness and your, uh, your connection with people. You need to spend more time, in, in, in my opinion, and actually in, in the opinion of a lot of um, professionals, if you are sitting in front of the television all day, every day, and that is, you know, it's how you go to bed at night, it's how you wake up in the morning, it's literally hours on end, um, your social interaction face-to-face needs to improve because unless you can really say that you're super happy doing that, which I don't know anyone that actually is. Um, it's something that is not good for your health. It's not good for your body to be sitting on the couch all day anyway, but you know, give up TV for an hour and replace it with a walk around the neighborhood, connect with nature, connect with a friend. And, you know, I would say more than an hour. I would say TV should be recreational. It shouldn't be your day. Does that make sense? Have a day of rest. This is an important ritual in many religions, whether it's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Have a day of rest is a really good idea for most people who've lost touch with this practice. So just declare one day of the week or the month as a do-nothing day. I just had one. It was great. Um, it was a stay-home day. It wasn't really a do-nothing day because, let me, let me be honest, I am a mom who is watching my kids by myself and I have to do laundry and I have to do... So I did not have a do-nothing day. Um, I don't think do-nothing days for moms, you have to really plan that and have someone take the kids and do nothing. But that's possible. It's absolutely possible. Um, Have a do-nothing day where you don't do chores. You ignore your emails. You stay home. You enjoy your family. And you savor the day. So my kids want to do a yes day where mommy says yes to anything that they want to do. And, you know, I love that idea. I think um, it has to have a sort of have a limit because, you know, kids can go nuts. But um, I, you know, I like to take them to the park and have a picnic and sit and watch them play and, and, and play with them. And, you know, that's, a, that's always a good way to connect. Find your inner artist. So draw a picture, write a poem, practice piano, guitar, try a new recipe. Take time to cultivate your creativity. This is relaxing and a really good way to discover what's inspiring to you and what's beautiful around you. This is something that I've done my whole life. I feel like I don't do it enough now that I'm a mom of two because my time is not my own sometimes. Um, and balancing that uh, is harder. But, you know, I'm finding my podcast, this right now, is cr- a creative outlet for me. I'm writing a book, like I've, I've told you guys. Um, I get into the studio and I try to dance as much as possible. Um, I try to have those creative moments, but find the artist in yourself. I think it's a really good, good point. Revisit nap time. I loved 
having a nap time with my boys when they were really young because I would sleep when they slept because that would restore me. Um, And research actually shows that naps aren't just good for toddlers. So a daily snooze can reduce the risk of heart attack, lower your stress levels, and a nap doesn't have to be at your home or office. You can find a quiet park and close your eyes, listen to birds, smell the grass. It also... You don't have to necessarily go to sleep. I think of this as meditation because I, in yoga class, meditation, just sitting, I really do find that that's restorative for me. That can be as restorative as an actual nap. Um, But I also need to get eight hours of sleep every night. And I do. I'm I'm pretty rigid about that because when I don't, I feel it. Um, But I, I get eight hours of sleep a night, which some people might be like, that's insane. But I do. That's what I do for myself and my health, and I love it. Um, another thing, skip a few chores. You don't have to load the dishwasher the minute everyone is done eating. And after dinner, you can skip the dishes and watch the moon rise. You can stare at the stars and savor your dessert. You can, you know, take a break. Can show show us that the earth will not stop spinning if we pause the tasks that face us. So... For some people who are super control freaks, it's very hard for this to do nothing. It's very hard for them to to do this. Um, I understand that. I totally get it. So, So just think back on your last vacation. And did it take you a few days to unwind and let go? Um, imagine the last few days of your vacation. So you're more relaxed usually the last few days of your vacation than you are the first two days. The first two days you're like trying to do all this stuff, but you know, you should think about how you feel about your last, on your last two days of vacation, relaxed, carefree, all of that. So it's not realistic to go through life feeling as relaxed as you are on your last few days of vacation, I guess, because you're going to go in and out and you have deadlines and you have things to do, but Your overall stress levels will be reduced if you find time to slow down, look at the world in a different light, and do nothing. Dolce far niente. I like saying it. I think it's beautiful. Dolce far niente. Um, So that's my tip for you guys this week. I hope it's helpful. And I hope that you, again, take this tip, go out into the world, have the ripple effect of go out into your life and then out into the people in your life because that ripple effect doesn't just stop with you it permeates your life your career the people around you and hopefully makes the world a better place so remember bliss is your birthright and I'm sending you the best always